<laughs> What's a good joke, Jez? Just interrupted some genuine lols. Uh, so, <laughs> hi everybody. Um, welcome to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast, the podcast that talks about music, mental health and fashion. Um, Failed Rockstar Club, Jez, why, why, why? Why, why, why? Three why are we ways. talking about it? Yeah. Why do we Why do we call it Failed Rockstar okay, Club? Okay, well, I think on this week's episode, it's important to just remind people why we call it that. Because a lot of our guests' fans will be going, why is she on a podcast called Failed? They don't all speak like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of anyone. But <laughs> your, your fan, yeah. That's what, I'm from there. Well, I'm from the Midlands, so I'm allowed to. Uh, they'll be going, why, why is Nicole on a podcast called Failed Rockstar Club? Well... For us, it's not about... You've got to ignore the failure part. We we think anyone who tries and gets up there and, uh, you know, has a has a passion, you're not a failure because, you you know, you've given it a go. So that's that's why it's the Field Rockstar Club. We are fully paid up members, aren't we, Steve? Big, big failures. Yep. And we, it's all about basically the idea that anyone that does anything in this world are worthy people. And it takes a lot of effort to get up there and make yeah, make something happen. Yeah. Uh, so, um, can I ask you, Jez, to get the ball rolling? Can mm. Also, as a regular thing, who are we and who have we got and who are we with? Okay, so we are in the upstairs drying room of our business. Bestdaysvintage.co.uk is where you should go straight away. There's your first plug. Uh, and I am Jeremy Peter Dixon. Jez, no BA honours. You are Stephen Robert Hurdle, some BA honours. We've got a very special guest this week, uh, Nicole from the band Eva. That's two E's, just to get that plug straight away for Googling, Googling purposes. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the situation. Mm-hmm. And we're, it's a Monday. This has been the first nice weekend of the... That's true. The year. Of the year, yep. Of the season. And Boris has just announced the lockdown plan. The, well, moving out of lockdown plan. Have you heard this, Nicole? I have just, yeah. I've just been sent a picture... Uh, of the plan. Yeah. I'm a little bit sceptical. I'm just, I'm waiting. I, I, I'm not going to believe anything, I don't think, until it actually happens. I refuse to, like, get excited about seeing people again. Are unless a, I know. Are you a plan sceptic? Sure. That's yeah, going to well, happen. Each phase depends on the last phase going well, doesn't it? So, to get to actual yeah. normal life, there's, like, five, it's like five obstacles you got to it's like the lamp going into the labyrinth. Like different levels, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Like, we've not really done very well so far. No. <laughs> BJ jo- we can call it BJ Johnston's Crystal Maze. <laughs> you should call it that. It'll make it seem more fun. Okay. Um, so I want to, I want people to get to know you a little bit, Nicole, before we get into the, the depths of Eva. So I want to sure. ask you and Jez and myself, if you... I'll ask Jez first so you've got time to think about it, all right? Jez, okay. if you could be friends mm-hmm. with one member of Take That, who Ooh. would you be friends with and why? Well, it's, there's an obvious answer for me. That's Mr. Howard Donald. Okay. Because for me, he's the real he's the real <laughs> star of that band. Uh, now, you know me, I like an unsung hero. Yep. And Howard was often in the glory years, let's call them, of the mm-hmm. 90s. He was always at the back, just doing dancing, not really getting involved. Yeah. Then gradually, after Robbie went, he got a bit more mm-hmm. lead vocal action. He always he had dreadlocks for a while. 
<laughs> so that to me shows me he's going to be more interesting than the rest of them. Good mate. So, yeah, good laugh. Yeah, good, <laughs> rollicking good laugh. And he wore a Donald. Yeah, he did. Yep, leather. Yeah, leather skirt on top of so, the pops. Yeah. So Howard Donald. Okay, Nicole. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually only know the names of uh, Robbie and Gary Barley. Shut up. And what? I wouldn't be friends with either of them. Oh. So I'm guessing, like, is Howard the, the kind of rusticy looking yes. one? Yes, yes, he is. A little, then, bit, yes, a little yes. bit traveller. I would agree. Oh, I would yeah. definitely. Okay, good and choice. That's. Basically, you're quite long. I've gone Howard as well, funny enough. But mine's been because I couldn't be friends with Robbie because he'd be too hard work, high maintenance. Yeah. Gary Barlow is just become a tank top jumper wearing. I think he's got to be an asshole. Ooh. (laughs) Okay, you're you're he's a a tax evader, isn't he? Oh, one thing. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Officially. Yeah. I'll happily go on record as soon. Okay. Does he avoid you to does he evade tax? I don't, I don't know. know. You're going to go and record that. All of our, all <laughs> yeah. of our listeners. I have, I, have, I have heard that that is something that he he yeah. does do. Yeah. He partakes in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're going down together. Mark. He. I just. Yeah. I think Mark. O- you know Mark Owen. I can't believe you don't know Mark Owen. He's the little one. Um, no. This no. highlights the generational gap between <laughs> us here, Nicole. Yeah. So if you were our age, you'd oh, we know take that's birthdays, yeah. their favourite colours. Yeah. Okay. I'm like I'm like a '90s Spice Girls. Chick. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. We done, we did Spice Girls last week. Oh, we? <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember when it was. Yeah, we did. We've done them recently, the Spice Girls. Yeah. Um, posh. <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would go. I would go Howard definitely. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got he break dances, he DJs. Yeah. He did never forget. He can play the drums. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay. okay. What's not to like? I feel like I know you better already. <laughs> okay. Well at least we're all on the same page, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then um we we play a game as well, a quick fire little intro as well. And we call this game this okay. this or that. So I'm gonna read out to you two words and you've got to tell me which if it's that or that or this or that <laughs> this or okay. that or this so you'll get, you'll get the gist sense, okay. it will yeah it's really simple he's made it sound complicated <laughs> okay curry sauce or gravy curry sauce the woods or the sea the s- woods oh the swoods the swoods <laughs> the beetles or the Beatles, as other people like to call them. <laughs> or the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling Ooh. Stones. Yeah, interesting. TV or radio? Radio. Terminator or Predator? Terminator. Yeah, I'll go that. Converse or Vans? Vans. Okay, there you go. Okay. I live in Vans, literally. I don't think I've... Worn anything else apart from a pair of Doc Martens. Okay, classic. Pretty. Live in my vans. Yeah, pretty much. You need. Fans. I'm a fans guy. Yeah. Used to be, used to be I'm converse right back in the day, though. Eh? Yeah. I'm not very loyal to my trainer brands. Okay, <laughs> okay so I'm, we're going to call this episode the Eva episode, basically because we're talking to nice. the lead singer, the songwriter. Am I right to say that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. The driving force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the you, I, I don't like to. It's a bit of a boring question in a way, but it's important to I guess to ask this, right? It's like telling us a little bit about Eva, what you're about. Just just a quick and dirty one, just so everyone gonna get an idea. For, of what the band. Yeah, for the our right. listeners who have never heard of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess, uh, so yeah, I'm one half of Eva, we're uh, like an electro-pop duo, um, basically I play guitar, which is quite cool, quite fun, something a little bit different, uh, and me and Rick kind of write like sort of 80s style pop tunes, uh, a bit synth wave, a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit different, I think, but um, kind of keeping a bit of a cool edge to it without going too crazy mainstream. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're Eva, and uh, yeah, we kind of like write songs and obviously uh, play piano and I sing, and Rick plays guitar. Um, and yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. That, that covers you. So um, I wanted to talk about the the whole eighties sound thing first. Because that, yeah. it, the first couple of songs weren't that 80s-y. There, there was elements of 80s, but then the, the few after that, there was a really kind of obvious 80s influence. Was that like yeah. a conscious thing, or is that just how the, the songwriting evolved? Or I think it kind of naturally happened, and when, once we like realised it was happening, we like went for it. Yeah. So um, we kind of wrote um, this song called Call Me When You're Sober and it felt like a proper kind of 80s ballad uh, and you couldn't really, I think we kind of tried to play with making it sound not 80s at all and it just wasn't, it just had to be like an 80s kind of breakfast club yeah. sort of classic kind of vibe and uh, once we realised that that was happening and then Every time we sort of wrote something after that, it was sticking like to the eighties, mm-hmm. big time. And we just thought, why not? You know, we'll just go with it. And uh, we, yeah, we proper went through the eighties vibe. <laughs> Genuinely, I was listening to that song on my way into work today. I was on my push bike with big headphones on, which you probably shouldn't do because you can't hear the traffic. But I, I was, I was immersed in an eighties film right there. It was amazing. Yeah. It is like a proper breakfast club moment, isn't it? And I think uh, kind of from that, obviously, we um, shot the video um, and we were watching uh, loads of 80s films like Desperately Seeking Susan, uh, Terminator, like anything 80s, we were were watching it and, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen that video. Is that the one? Yeah, the motorbike white one, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, it was totally mad because uh, we we actually wanted to go with like this orange theme for uh, Call Me When You're Sober because I was, we kind of tend to pick a colour with each single uh, so it kind of keeps the vibe. But we went for orange and it, it, it didn't really stay that way in the end. Uh, but we got this orange phone, like this vintage orange phone, and I was absolutely obsessed with it. And I was like, everything must revolve around this orange phone. Like, it's so cool. 
and uh, that's the one that's like in the video um but whilst i was looking for various different orange items this guy that i know said i've got this like motorbike like a trike thing that's orange and you know i'm just about to sell it but like if you want to use it for a music video you're more than welcome to but you've got to get it done before this time and that that was it we were like yes we'll definitely use it and uh we uh we spent like a week before we were trying on all these different aces outfits and like trying to make it look proper aces and uh and we just went down to Northampton and, like, filmed it. It was the coldest day ever. Like, it was absolutely freezing. It was pissing it down with rain. And uh, Rick was, like, loving life, but also at the same time couldn't feel his hands <laughs> because it was that cold. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I, I feel like I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there. I was there, on my pushbike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see Rick being a bit of a loving the motorbike life. He absolutely loved it, yeah. It was like it was a lot of fun. Uh, it just would have been nicer if it had been a bit warmer. But yeah, yeah sure. it was a good laugh. Was the 80s sound, is that something you've always been into, or has this kind of recently been a, a passion? Like, like uh, a deliberate style choice of the band? I mean, I like 80s music. I wouldn't, it's not like. I love loads of music, and yeah, mm. I, I love 80s music, and I love the sound, and. Um, you know, we definitely sort of took the bits that we liked and tried to put that into our music as like a conscious choice. Uh, but it didn't kind of originally, it, it, we didn't plan it. Right. So it just sort of happened and it was like, yeah, this is really cool. We'll, we'll stick with that. And um, yeah, it kind of became our, our thing and it, it was seemed to be working. So <laughs> yeah kind of uh, stuck along those and lines it, is for this, a little bit. Is this going to be like a long, joking the long, um, the long plan, the long goal, kind of like sticking with that kind of vibe, styling it out, or is this just like a kind of a phase that maybe you'll move on to from, or you're not stuck in... Uh, I think, uh, it's, well, it's kind of interesting because um, when you, when we write songs, uh, if we really like a song, we tend to hold it back because it's almost so precious that we don't want to release it. And as you, you know, as like being a creative person, like you constantly are evolving and things change and you don't know when they're going to change or why they're going to change, but it just happens. And sometimes I think I've learned that like, for example, when we were doing the eighties kind of stuff, like it's good to just get that all out. And now I feel like things are starting to change a bit. And, uh, that our next single is like quite a bit heavier, mm-hmm. and for for me, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it's like because I I would say it's quite a bit different to our last lot of stuff. But I mean, other people might think differently. Do you know what I mean? You might think it's like still quite similar, but the next single is definitely a lot heavier and feels like a different vibe it's a lot for more... me, which I'm actually really excited about because I'm interested to like find out what our fans will think of the next single. Do you know what I mean? Compared to what we've done before, it's a bit of a risk. I feel like it's a little bit like some people might not be like, might not like it and they might go, well, that's not what they usually do. Mm. It's do you know what more, I mean? It's a lot more guitar-driven. Like we thought yeah. that. It's like, like, Especially the intro. It's got that fat riff. But it's still got the kind yeah. of synthy kind of stuff going on, but maybe it's not as synth-led, is it, as this single? 
no, no, it's pretty like yes, quite quite a straightforward uh, like chorus, but more kind of like shouty, like the yeah. kind of thing you just want to rock out to and like shout in someone's face. <laughs> and what's yeah. this? What's this single called? And when's it out? Uh, so it's called Nice Little Plug There. Thank yeah, you. Well done there. The guys are pro. <laughs> it's called uh, Look What You Had, uh, and it's out on March nineteenth, yeah. which is uh, really exciting. So there's there should be hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have like a pre-save link, um, and you can save it to any one of your chosen platforms. Because well, there's so many. We've got days. it um, at the. You've kindly given it to us to put on the end on the end of the podcast. So, if anyone that gets that far, um, the podcast. <laughs> which of course they will. Which of course they will. Our Russian fans. You guys are the first people to have it. Oh, wow! What an honour! It's yeah. an exclusive. Well, we. Um, you, you're pleased to know we're big in Russia, so yeah. uh, expect big guns coming through from the Russian market. Yeah, and Japan. Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Nice. I, I would say, whereas the last few singles have been like the musical equivalent of Richard Gere coming into your work. <laughs> coming, coming into <laughs> let me, what? Let me, finish. <laughs> let me finish. Okay, arriving at your work, picking you up and taking you, I don't know, I don't know where he's taking me. Taking me where? <laughs> he's going to put you on the back of his motorbike and drive you off somewhere. Lovely. Okay. Yeah. Probably for a bit of How's Your Father. Okay. This one's more, you've gone clubbing with Richard Gere. Yeah. And you're having the time of your life. In a kebab shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. I, I can think of worse things. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot of Richard Gere talk there. I didn't well, expect that. Was, you know, when I was on my push bike earlier, that's who I was picturing. Yeah. I picture, <laughs> I picture <laughs> Michael, Michael Douglas in Romance in the Stone. Okay. Handsome Michael. Yeah. Um, so, during lockdown, you guys have been, re- like, I'd say, pretty well, really active compared to a lot of bands. Right, you've really kind of managed to grab hold of the kind of live stream vibe. Has it worked? Has it been a success? Are you happy? You, or do you do it for you? Or what's what? How come? What? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, right, so, so there's so many uh, different sides of it, I think. Yeah. Uh, first of all, like, we definitely do it for ourselves. Um, I think, I mean, for example, like lockdowns. Been, been so crazy for so many different people and you know everyone handles it differently and um I think like not being able to gig has been a really tough thing uh and being able to like gig every week on Facebook has I think pretty much kept me sane throughout the past year because it's it's routine yeah so it's, you know, it's something that we love doing. It's totally given us um, a focus. And I don't think we realised kind of how it would evolve. Um, you know, everyone that listens to our music has been so supportive. And, you know, they're there every week on, mm. on Saturday night. Do you know what I mean? At nine o'clock, they're there waiting for us. And... I think it's really helped a lot of people. Definitely. And we've also become really close with a lot of our fans and stuff, which has been really, really nice. Uh, and, yeah, I think people are really, like, kind of appreciative uh, with what we're doing. But we do it because we love it. 
and you know it's still a buzz every week um when we do it and it's something that i look forward to um i mean for example before like i worked from home um in like the wedding industry and that's like gone downhill um obviously because nothing's happening um so i'm kind of like sat there you know at the start twiddling my thumbs like literally pulling out fucking kitchen cupboards and cleaning them (laughs) because i don't know what to do with my day because i don't you know i can't work from home because there's nothing to do um and you just find yourself with all this time and it made me feel really grateful for being you know a songwriter because it i think i would have gone mad if i hadn't got that and i think a lot of people might be feeling you know the same have you um, found then that you've been more creative or less creative with all this time on your hands? Because I bet there's some people that are just sitting there going, uh, "Can't get, can't get working." Another right block, block, yeah. yeah, just like just it's just so out of routine. It's just this kind of like cycle of nothing. And other people, yeah, I, I guess, think have... we've kind of started off like I think there's there's kind of a balance for me. So um, I'm either like totally in my kind of bread and butter making money mode or I'm like totally in my music and it sort of flicks a lot from one to the other and I never really know when that's gonna switch but sometimes I I struggle to do both of them at the same time do you know what I mean like I'd I'd love to be one of those people that gets up in the morning and goes like right this morning I'm gonna get all the kind of annoying stuff that I need to do out of the way you know, make a bit of money, get my business, like, all popping. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the day writing a song. And, you know, both of them will be, like, equally have the right amount of time spent on them. And they'll both go forwards. But I, don't, I just don't work like that. And I think, like, when you're creative, you just don't, you just, it's not, you can't control it. You don't know when you're going to want to sit down and write a song. Do you know what I mean? You don't know like yeah. what's going to happen or how you're going to feel that day. A good it song, just... anyway. What's that? A good song. I think yeah. you could you could sit down and write yeah. a song whenever, but it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't be very good if you didn't feel that yeah. that magic. Exactly. Like yeah, you've got to write definitely write plenty of shit songs <laughs> to get to the good stuff. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But when it oh, happens, yeah. it's like yes, like the best yeah. feeling ever. But I've kind of forgot the question, but... Um... Well, actually, I've, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about going back, to, um, stepping back a little bit to like the face, the live streaming you do like every every Saturday at 9pm, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, just find Eva on Facebook. <laughs> but um, but we've noticed, obviously, you built a kind of little community around that. Um, and do you think community now is becoming more and more important for like music, for bands, as the world's changing? Definitely, yeah. Like having to make more yeah. of an effort with your fans than bands used to be in the old days. Yeah, I think like it's it's you know, especially when you when you we're not gigging. Do you know what I mean? And and there's no kind of like, you know, seeing someone on stage. Do you know what I mean? We don't even have that. We're we're all behind screens. We're all like, you know, I think a little bit of effort goes a long way. And and we've got like the, our little either fans group and you know people like 
posting their photos of them in their merch and you know this guy uh, made us out of lego i don't know if you've seen that it was so cool you know and just for us to be able to say like this is awesome and you know thanks so much and i think it's definitely built like a really strong bond uh which is is awesome do you know what i mean i'm really you know grateful for that Imagine what the first proper gig back's going to be like when they um, when they all meet each other I'm for the first so time. I'm so excited about it, but I'm actually also terrified because I think I'm going to be so excited that I'm just not going to be able to like hold my shit together. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be like not being able to sing. I'll probably be like smiling so much. I'm just like it's going to be amazing. Have, I'm excited. Have you tentatively sort of thought about where the first gig back will be, or are you not not thinking about that yet? Um, I want it to be like Wembley Arena. Sure. sure. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, no, I started thinking about it the other day because it was really weird. We had like, um, in the kind of middle of lockdown, hang on, my thing is just totally breaking right now. Um, in the middle of lockdown, we were supposed to be gigging in um, Birmingham. And... Um, it kept getting postponed and pushed back and it didn't work and and then it was like basically going ahead and it got cancelled like two weeks before and we were absolutely gutted and that is the only gig that we've had booked in because everything else has just come to a halt so I'd really like to start booking some sort of like tour or something but until we know when stuff's going to be back together, do you know what I mean? You just don't want to be disappointed. I don't know. But I want to gig everywhere. (laughs) Talking of like gigging and touring, um, you obviously use, you guys use um, quite a lot of soundtrack, um, backtracks, backtracks, backing tracks, backing tracks, right? Yeah. And is that the long-term plan or do you ever plan to kind of grow like a full live band or is, is this kind of like part of the EVA experience? You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. flaky and the less people you have to rely on 
the better. Mm-hmm. So we kind of knew that we we were, you know, ready to like go for it and work hard and, and all that sort of stuff. And that seemed more reassuring than them faffing around with more musicians and getting other people on board. Uh, so we, we stayed like that for a while and then pretty much just before lockdown, we decided to get a band because we felt like we'd been gigging as a duo and we wanted to like make our live show a bit more exciting and a bit more in your face. And we did like two gigs uh, as a full band. And then we had um, a gig booked at Loafers, which is like a, a record store in, in Halifax in the Peaceful. Um, and it's a really like small, it's, it's quite a small, like intimate um, venue. Uh, and we were also doing another one in Nottingham um, at the Rescue Rooms, which was another small, like intimate thing. And to be honest, like with me and Rick, we have quite a lot of gear between with just the two of us. Like we could easily fill a car <laughs> full of gear with the two of us. And uh, we just realized that we were still at the point where it was probably better off just being the two of us because the the venues that we're playing you know there's just no room for like this big epic show do you know what I mean and I think you know one day I'd love it to you know to be bigger um and you know to have a live drummer and uh, I think that would be absolutely awesome but I think that's further in the future so I would never say never you know to going back and be in a band again but you know we're really lucky you know that we live together as well because we wouldn't be doing any of this yeah. do you know what I mean we wouldn't if we were, if there was four of us and we were all living in four different houses you know we wouldn't have been able to do any of this live stream and stuff and um so yeah I guess being just the two of us at the moment kind of works in our favor um and also living together. <laughs> Have you been in bands before? Uh, yeah. I was in a band. Uh, so I used to live in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a band called House of Paris, which was like my first kind of little project thing. And that was a full band. That was a right laugh. And were, yeah. you, were you always the songwriter? Have you always written songs, or is this something that's kind of developed? I uh, know I've always uh, I've always written songs, and uh, yeah, House of Paris was like uh, so weird. I've not talked about that in such a long time. Uh, was kind of like the start of me, I guess, trying to find out what it is I was doing. <laughs> sure. Do you uh, do you remember the very first song you ever wrote? Yeah. I don't remember how it goes, but I know. Well, I do, but I'm not going to sing it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just have a little, it was really no. Just it was lyrics. really cheesy, and it, I was about twelve, and it was okay. called Smile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the, that's the good thing about these things because uh, they always are the first songs. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a. It was like me talking about like being in love, even though I'd sure. never ever been in love. Yeah. But it's quite funny, isn't it? Because you think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I still don't know. Don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> still a mystery to us. Yeah. Me and Richard Gere. So, yeah. <laughs> right, a few songs yeah. about it. So, do you um, we um, you mentioned earlier on about Patreon. 
Is that how you say it? Do you say, how do you pronounce it? Patreon. Patreon. Um, Patreon. Do you, Patreon. Patreon. Do you think, how, how hard has it been, do you think, for bands, like, during this year, then? How hard do I think it is? Yeah, like, for musicians, like, working I musicians. I think it's, like, really shit. <laughs> it's just, you can go two ways, can't you? Like, not being able to gig is, makes you want to just, like, not bother, in a sense. And, you know, there's also the scary part of it that we've tried to make the best out of a bad situation, and I'm, I'm actually almost a little bit terrified that after, you know, when things do get back to normal, all of our hard work will disappear and uh, we'll go back on to, like, the original plan of, like, you know, you gig all the venues and, you you know, you do things in person rather than online. This is, like, breaking again, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I think musicians have had a really, you know, crap time. And uh, there doesn't seem to be an awful lot of support out there um, for everyone. And uh, I think we've kind of just been forgotten about, really. Yeah. It's like, you know, they were saying, you know, get just get another job. You know, it's, if you're a musician, you know, you do it because you want to do it and because you love doing it. And when there's, like, no, you know, straightforward way of just, you know, being the person that you are, you know, what are you supposed to do? Like, it, it makes it complicated. And live streaming and stuff, yeah, yes, it's a, a, a you know, a great way of, like, making the most of, of how things are at the moment. But, you know, you also, like, you need a certain amount of gear to do it. Do you know what I mean? And, and like, we have, like, a little sound box and stuff. And, um, you know, the internet's always a fucking nightmare. You know, you're relying on technology and you just try and do your best. But, yeah, I think uh, I think it's been a pretty crap, crap year for musicians. But hopefully, you know, loads of musicians will be writing and, you know, making the most of maybe the time that there is how, to make new music. How has your mental health been during this whole period? And when you, if you do have bad mental health how do you deal with it do you have any sort of techniques uh, it's kind of been sort of up and down I think uh, I've kind of like noticed that sort of going out um, seems to be getting a bit harder mm-hmm. which is like I think it's going to be difficult when we transition back into sort of going to the pub <laughs> And like seeing people, um, the pub. I definitely think I'm going to be a lot more anxious. What's that? Going back to the pub. The pub. I've heard of that. That's something that I used to yeah, do. Exactly, it's isn't a mythical it? yeah. place. That's yeah. the big, isn't it? Used to be it? In medieval times. Um, we we kind of like you know we got to me and Rick have kind of just kept ourselves to ourselves and you know we we seen some um, one of our friends on Christmas Day and uh, that was like weird and nerve-wracking being with other people like actually in real life it it made me really anxious and I think uh, that's going to take some time to settle back in and you know we all have good days and bad days and I think you just have to you just have to remember that I like to think if I'm having a bad day 
you just write it off. It's just like today is a bad day. Start you know, tomorrow. Yeah. That that that's how it's going to go. You know, and um, it, it is what it is. But you have to try and you know get up the next day and start again. And if you have another bad day, it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Just don't put too much pressure on yourself. I, I think to feel all right. That's good, that's good advice. I think. Yeah. Could do with Phew. That. I could do with that sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. I wrote a so- I wrote a song recently and it's called I'm Not Alright. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's on our Patreon actually. It's um, but I didn't realise until I was singing it. Like being able to sing the words I'm Not Alright just made me feel so much better. It was just like yes, this is like feels like it's kind of doing its magic. That's good. For um people that for people that um don't know what Patreon is. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Could you? What is it? Could you explain to people, or Jez, or anyone? Well, it's like it a is... subscription type thing. So you pay some money, and then you get special things from the services. band. Or, yeah. Special services. So like extra yeah. songs that you can't get anywhere else. I assume that's how. It's basically like uh, another platform, um, and what you do is you set up like different tiers. We just have one tier at the moment, and it's like three ninety nine, and you pay that a month, and you get like a certain amount of stuff. So everyone's is different, and they basically oh my god, this keeps falling down. Um, and um, yeah, so ours is like three ninety nine a month. You get two new songs every month. Um, you get. Discount off our merch, you get lyrics to the songs, and you get uh, like a little birthday message if you want us to do like a little video message for you. And that's it. That's all there is to it. And basically, you join every month and every month you get that. Um, and it's kind of like for us, uh, the the people that we've built up, like our um, kind of relationship with our fans on Facebook Live. The, we're kind of thinking about the next step now. So once the Facebook Live stop because everyone's back in the pub, for example, uh, we wanted to keep those people like close mm-hmm. and you know keep having that kind of close relationship with them. Um, and Patreon kind of seemed like the perfect way to do that, and it's also a really great way of getting more music out. So the songs that go out on Patreon, for example, they won't be like on Spotify, they won't be anywhere else but on Patreon. So it's kind of a bit of an exclusive. Um, Do you think that's the future of bands making money in music, doing subscription services rather than selling their records because of the way the world's changed with like Shopify, Spotify? Potentially, yeah. I mean, it's it's a really difficult one because... I was actually talking to uh, talking to my dad the other day, um, and he was kind of saying, you know, why don't you put your songs on Bandcamp, and people will, uh, you know, pay ninety nine p for them or whatever. And you know, if like fifty people buy it, do you know what I mean? Then you've got fifty quid in your pocket. Uh, and then there's a kind of fight where it's like, well, but I still want to release it on Spotify because Spotify is the most used thing. And, you know, 
you dream that you'll get on a Spotify playlist and your views, like listens will blow up and, you know, next week you'll be playing Wembley and your life will be sorted. (laughs) So you kind of like, it's difficult to decide, but I think Patreon is definitely the way forward. You know, it's something that we didn't want to make it too complicated to start off with, like with all these different levels and you pay different amounts and you get this and then if you pay a bit more, you get this. So, but I think in the future, it hopefully might be something that we can, you know, make like a bigger... It sounds like it's probably short-term, it's probably not as many short-term gains, but a long-term it's more sustainable because it's like building a mailing list. You build this yeah. relationship with these people, you can kind of like send nurture away, you can look after them and then every now and then and then every now and then you can like, you know, you kind of like there's a bit of the value exchange that kind of goes with it and I think over long periods of time you probably build like stronger relationships with your fans. Definitely. And yeah. if you give them value. And not only that, but you also you probably forget as well half the time. You you put you <laughs> sign up three ninety nine a month and then you probably forget after six months yeah. you've been doing it. <laughs> I have that all the time with like the app store or getting an email like you've just paid one ninety nine for some app that you forget you have. But I think I think it's I guess it's yeah for for anyone that doesn't know what Patreon is, I would say it's just like a more intimate mailing list. So rather than getting like eat an email from us, which has got like a photo (laughs) with some link or whatever, you know, it's like actual you know song song or yeah or video or something something a bit more tangible, Yeah. yeah. Cool. We should do. Oh, so I was thinking. That's so why I was asking well. you. Everyone can kind of like chat on there, and you know, oh, okay. So okay. they can all talk to each other, and so it and continues that, that community vibe. That's mm. oh, that's really good. That's that's basically why I was asking you, not for anyone else, just because yeah. I was thinking, can I use that? Yeah, can we do that? <laughs> Um, Jess, you, we've actually I've had some, some listener questions. Listener yeah, questions. I think it's time to go to these. Listener question of the week. <laughs> well, there's a few. Okay. Some oh. questions of the week. So, first one, Hannah Barry asks, "What was your first ever gig?" Was in that you went to? I think she means. Oh, um, ACDC with my dad. Ooh, were they good? Yeah. Of course they were. <laughs> Apparently, I wanted to go in the mosh pit. Ooh. Uh, I was really young, um, and I think I was on my dad's shoulders. And uh, I was, like, determined to go into the mosh pit, and I think my dad was kind of fearing for his life because there was no way he was going in that. (laughs) Do you remember what they opened with? No. Okay. That was my question, not Hannah Barry's, to be fair. Right, Mark Strefford, he asks, who would play you in the movie of your life, and what would it be called? Strefford. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's cool. He's he's, he's asked two questions there, it's a bit cheeky. (laughs) Who would play me? Yeah, in the film of your uh, life. Oh, maybe. Um, oh, I can't think what her name is. What was she in? Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark. She was. No, 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 no. She was. Um, she was married to Joffrey. Oh, uh, Sansa. Before he died. Sansa Stark. Sansa or Marjorie? No, 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 no. Marjorie. The Marjorie. Other one. Yeah. What's yeah. her name? The, the character was called Marjorie. I don't know what the actress is called. Marjorie, yeah. 
I don't, yeah, maybe her. I don't know why okay. that's popped into my head, but... She'd do a good job. She's, she's good. Yeah. I reckon... She's a fine her. actress. Yeah. Okay, what's, what's, your, what's your film called? Um... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we can come back to that one. Sorry, Mark. She she asked she asked the first part. So, okay. David Coulter asks, "What is your favourite album of the nineteen eighties?" These are hard questions. These are tricky questions. <laughs> Look, these are so hard questions. I didn't come up with them. That was David Coulter. Pulse. Oh my god! I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just was like, okay, the best of human league. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what I call music volume one. That's yeah. That came out in '85. <laughs> that is a classic. Okay. Right, Leanne Bell has technology ruined everything. Yes. <laughs> it's a big question. It has. It, I mean, there's good things and bad things, isn't there? Like. You know, if it wasn't for technology, we wouldn't be able to gig and we wouldn't be having this conversation right, right now. And oh, we wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it is good, but it is it has ruined everything. I, I do. I pine for a simpler time before mm-hmm. the internet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, t- totally. Like, I mean, we, we didn't even bloody know what was going on half the time. Mm. Now we know everything. We now know, we know what people we know are having much, for dinner. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. We know hear too many opinions. And also, my mobile phone is like literally, literally stuck to my hand at all times. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I it's hate that. Depressing. I actually had the other night my phone died, and I thought I'm not even going to charge it. Just going to leave it, and it was so nice, just to like, you know, when you're like sat on the sofa watching telly, but you're also on the phone. Yeah. And it's like, well, what, what am I doing? I'm not really watching this properly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really nice, and I didn't charge it till the next day, and it was actually great. Liberating. So, yeah, have, like, a night off of your phone, and you'll feel a lot better. Everyone wanting to be an influencer, that, that bugs me. Does it? Yeah, a little bit. Shouldn't. I always say, for good, for good sleep and mental health, you should not touch your phone after nine o'clock. Yeah. Put it away. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. I know, like, some people that literally leave their phone in the kitchen overnight yeah but so we leave it on charge downstairs and go start at nine o'clock oh, yeah. The weekend. except on a Saturday right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday's as well oh Friday yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I watch uh, Dean Broad what is your favourite book ah Ball um, off, Dean. a curious incident of the dog of a oh, dog in the night time that is a great book yeah, yeah. good choice great book yeah Okay. I won't ask that one. Okay. I can't even read what she said. Uh, there you go. That was the listener questions of the week. Well done. Have you thought of your movie title yet? No. I think mm-hmm. it would be something like chaotic. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Chaotic. Mine is um, Schoolboy After Schoolboy, The Many Mistakes <laughs> of My Life. I like it. Yeah. Okay. What's that? Um, <laughs> We do this, um, Jez has a, a, a weekly quiz, oh, yeah. um, which he does, and um, we like to call this quiz JD's, KP's, RB's. Yep. So, 
each week. I'll explain it to the listeners and to Unicol. Otherwise, this will seem like absolute bollocks. <laughs> Still might, actually. Okay. Uh, so, I give you a little cryptic clue, and then the initial of a band or an artist, and you have to guess who I'm talking about. So, last oh week's God. were, number one, you killed Bambi, you absolute... <laughs> Which, did you get that one, Steve? Is it D? I'm not, I, no, I said Desiree last week, but I was wrong. <laughs> it was not Desiree. It was Deer Hunter. Oh. Deer Hunter, you see. And the second one was Educate Yourself While Taking a Dump. You did get that one. L-R. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Right. So that was last week's. Okay. Did anyone win? Yes. <laughs> Jay Nashdown. Jay Nashdown. See, I've written it down here. Yeah. Okay, so Jay Nashdown was the Jay winner Nashdown last week. Is... Yep. <laughs> right, so where's this, this week's? Okay, so this week's, you can guess these, but don't say them if you get the answer because this is a competition. So okay. I'll ask you at the end well, off air. Okay, no, number one, that really is a tremendous lawn. And that's an S. It's a band or an artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And number two, Disgusting! One of those little flying bugs. There you go. And the, the oh. initials to that are M U. M U. Disgusting! One of those tiny little flying bugs. Okay. Yeah. M U. <laughs> so random. So, <laughs> so I, normally I get one like half an hour after the show's finished. Yeah. I go, oh. <laughs> well, it uh, really does my head in. Okay, so um, um, we want to do um. Before we finish off, I want to do um, Ask You, Nicole, Band yep. for Life. Jess, want to tell the people what the yes, this life is, a, is another feature called I forgot we even I forgot I hadn't written this down okay well you don't need yep. to uh, Band for Life slash Band for Life our guest this week Nicole picks two bands or artists one that she can listen to forever and never get bored you know and another that she would erase all their music from existence not the people the families aren't going to be mourning them it's just the music so, give us the two bands slash artists, but don't tell us which is which. We have to, we have guess. to guess. Oh, this, I didn't know this. Right, okay. It's going to be really easy. Okay. Uh, DJ Khaled. Okay. Ryan Adams. Well, I would assume <laughs> yeah. that you're going to put DJ Khaled in the bin. <laughs> Who is DJ yes. Khaled? I've heard of him. Are you familiar with him? Is that why this? Over every like pop song. Oh, okay. Did <laughs> But you never actually know, like, Any he, he doesn't sing anything. Oh, okay. He just says his name on various songs. And gets probably paid a lot of money. Is he for like doing a producer that? then or something? Yeah. Did he like just make dance tracks and someone sing over him? Is that what he does? Yeah, his, his stuff can just, yeah, pop, pop that in the bin. Okay. And uh, everyone's will be yeah. fine. Life, life will go life on. Will just go on. <laughs> no one will notice. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. 
Okay, so DJ Khaled in the bin and Ryan Adams. <laughs> Why? Tell, yeah. yeah, tell us about your love for Ryan Adams. Uh, well, he's just got a new album out and uh, it's pretty much been on repeat. It's just amazing. It's just like so chilled out. You feel like, you ha- like you know when you imagine like a lazy Sunday mm-hmm. and you're like, you've got like a glass of orange juice, like... <laughs> White linen sheets, you know, sun shining through the window. You got the paper. You got like a bacon sandwich. Sunday, bloody uh, Sunday. That sort of vibe, yeah. and then you've got some really nice music going on, and everything just seems fine. Uh, that is why I listen to Ryan Adams because okay. it's just it's great, and he's got so many songs, and he's gone through like so many different phases and uh, there's like you probably couldn't get bored because there's a lot of stuff to listen to so I, i'd be happy with that forever okay good choice i don't know if i would be able to tell you one ryan adams song off the top of my head not even his cover of wonderwall well that, that's your homework for yeah. tonight obviously i know him not personally yeah, listening. but yeah i don't know i bet you know a couple i probably would know him if i heard him i don't any on our playlist yeah yeah, one or two. Okay. Well, the cover of Wonderwall's on there. Okay. There's a lot of Brian Adams on there. <laughs> That's what everyone says when you say, like, yeah. uh, I like Brian Adams. They're like, Brian? Yeah. Brian Adams? No, 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 no. I do like Brian Adams, though. I like Brian Adams. Yeah. Fine man. Fine specimen of a man. Yeah, I, I defy anyone to listen to Summer of 69 and not... Not like you. Not enjoy themselves. Yeah. Just have a not have a good time. Day. Yeah. <laughs> the Robin Hood one. <laughs> the Robin Hood one, yeah, classic. Yeah. Okay, so um, thank you everyone for listening to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast, and thank you Nicole for sparing time to speak to us. Very nice of you, very kind. Thank and you so much for having me. It's absolute been a pleasure. Pleasure. And everybody, go and look up Eva on Spotify and all the social medias. Go and watch one of their live gigs on a Friday. You'll have a you'll have a cracking time. And if you want to listen to music that makes you conjure up an image of Richard Gere picking you up <laughs> putting you on a motorbike then either of the band for you which one which song mm, well I think Apology is my favourite oh but oh, that, no, I like Kill You Again actually Kill You Again is my favourite but that's yeah because it's got good bits yeah it does have good bits mm. um, and then <laughs> to finish <laughs> off <laughs> you gave us one song that Jez is going to read the lyrics out to finish the podcast for. What song did you yeah. pick? Can you remember? <laughs> it were uh, the Cocktail Twins. It's called Cherry Coloured Funk. Cocktail Twins. Cocktail. Cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. he's, done, he's done that gag at least ten times already today. I've enjoyed myself. Now, usually when I do these, these are like really bad lyrics. But these, these don't seem that bad. Oh, really? Yeah. These seem, these seem like... Last week, Jez did... Phil Collins' Groovy Kind of Love. <laughs> Which I was personally insulted. I love that song, so I thought it was yeah. a bit out of order. Okay, but here we go. I'll, I'll do a dramatic video. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Bills and aches and blues and poor little everything else. But still more unstable. Eyes of glass. Not get pissed off through my burned lips. As good news. <laughs> Still being cried on, on and on, laughed at behind. Don't fall behind, miss. 
from first time to this. Bills and aches and blues. And bills and aches and blues. Bills and aches and blues. Oh, I like that bit. And poor little everything else. But still more unstable eyes of glass. Not get pissed off through my burned lips. As good news. Mm-hmm. You hang the hearts black and dull as the night. Oh, hearts in love. You hanged your past and start being as you in ecstasy. Still being cried and laughed at before. Mm. Should I be sewn and hugged? I can by not saying. Still being cried and laughed at. From light to blue. And should I be hugged? Mm. Yep. <laughs> and tugged. <laughs> tugged. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's why I ask my wife every night. Give me a hug and a tug. Oh, I've lost it. I, I should have prepared for that bit. Should I be hugged and tugged? <laughs> Down through this tiger's mask. Ooh. And should I be it. sung and unbroken by not saying your mind not saying? There okay. you go. There you go. Lovely. Oh. What do you think it means? Oh, so much better than I thought it was. Yeah, be. me too. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that's it. That's this week's failed Rockstar Club podcast. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you to Nicole. You've been a lovely and magical guest. Thank you. We will listen Thanks to Ryan that. Adams as homework. Mm-hmm. What album should we listen <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah. Uh, what album should we listen to? Ryan. Uh, the latest one. I don't know what it's called. Okay. Uh, it starts with a song called I'm Sorry and I Love You. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Good title. Yeah. I think it might be called Wednesday. Okay. I can't remember. I'm not very good with names. <laughs> well, if we look for the most recent one, we'll be fine. We'll find we can it. work that out. Yeah. A couple of smart guys, I guess. Yeah, a couple of huggers and tuggers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so thank you very much. And we're going to finish off the podcast by playing your most your recent single, out 19th of March. Look what you had. Hey. Woo! Bye! See you next week. Bye!